0: Scripture reading today comes from Matthew two one through eleven. I'm really glad I have the Bible because I can't read that up there. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, "Where is the one who has been born the King of Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him." When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people, Israel. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gold and of frankincense and myrrh.
1: Amen. Um, I want to thank all those who worked so hard on the deacon's breakfast this morning. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun, and I know you guys put a lot of really hard work in that, so thank you for doing that. Today, the third Sunday of Advent, we light what is known as the Shepherds' Candle, the Candle of Joy, represented in pink. And my scripture has nothing to do with the shepherds. It's all about the Magi. <coughs> and it's my hope this morning, I'm going to go noteless, so good possibility I'll be moving around a little bit, is I want to combine the ministry of what the Magi did with the shepherds and try to put together how both those together bring joy true joy to the world turbo man 1996 was the toy of choice for all the children during that christmas and these two dads two different jobs on christmas eve decided they wanted to go find turbo man instead of calling saint Nick on the phone and saying hook me up brother they wanted themselves to show their children how much they loved them, so they set out on a quest.
0: And realizing
1: that both of them wanted this toy called Turbo Man, they began to sabotage each other to the, for the one to get to the store before the other one to get the son, Turbo Man. After a hundred thousands of dollars of damage to the town, being put in prison, sent out again on bail, one of the dads was able to go to a parade his son was going to be at, and he was able to dress up as Turbo Man. He had beat the guy that was going to be Turbo Man up so that he could do it. So he flew down on his little cape, and he handed his boy the Turbo Man toy and told his son, Merry Christmas. And he said, Dad, you're the greatest thing in the world. But then the son took the toy and gave it to the other dad to say, Go give it to your son so that you can be the greatest dad in the world as well. Now these two guys were good dads, but like most dads and probably most parents, they was focused on their job and they needed to get the job done and take care of their family and maybe they missed the little things in life. You might miss the birthday party, you might miss a ball game, they might be in a play, but something happens that you miss and you feel real guilty about it during the year. <coughs> And Christmas time is a time that you know you can make up for all that guilt, and one present can cure a lot of things. I kind of think that God's grace is like that toward us, you know. Through the year, we might mess things up a little bit. We're not. let me give you one toy when I was growing up that turned the world upside down and maybe you can think of one when you were growing up. The cabbage patch doll. I could watch TV on, the commer- on television the news time there would be dudes with their face smashed into the door trying to get a cabbage patch doll and the manager on the other side of the door holding the door strong so that nobody can break in. They got ten cabbage patch dolls in there.
0: And when you was late
1: to get, they would give you a ticket to get your dog. Now, can you imagine a parent doing that? All that for a toy to give to their child on one day? But these parents do, not and they would do anything to get their kid a toy. Now, the way I do it is because I mess up so bad during the year. I know that Christmas time for me is a way for me to make it up with the wife and to make it up with the children. So what I do is, I give the boys their presents, they open up their presents, but the one they really, really, really want, I wait till the end. And I say, here's your present. Now they're flipping through their presents and all that, but their hearts are a little broken because they didn't get what they wanted. I wait till the end, they open the present, I see the smile on their face, and how happy Lord is that he takes it all of our things that are messed up during the life. And we can display the best that we have which is our hearts and our souls and we can give it to the king and he says, I will take that.
0: And then when Amy opens her presents, I make her wait till
1: last. And I give her the little bitty things first. And all the boys are sitting around watching mom open the present, And then I give her the great big one that this is it. This is the present of joy and love. And I give it to her And we're good. I'm not saying you should make mistakes. Your whole relationship, right? But don't we do it? We want to do right. We want to do right by our kids. We want to love our kids. But sometimes we just, we ain't there yet. But they give us grace. And they give us mercy. This is what Christ does in our life. He gives us grace and he gives us mercy. So the Magi one day, they see this star. They knew religion, they knew science, they knew how to farm. They knew how to do a lot of things because they were so smart. So the kings looked to the Magi to give them direction. If the kings were going to conquer a country and take over a country, they needed to know who their people was, what they believed, and how they were going to respond. So they would ask these guys, these leaders, who have I got here in my kingdom? The Magi would know this because they were so smart and what they did. They see the star. They travel four to five months to get to Bethlehem, over twelve hundred miles to find Jesus. But I want you to notice something. They didn't go directly to Bethlehem. The Bible says they went to Jerusalem. Why would the Magi go to Jerusalem and not go straight to Bethlehem, where the star was at? Two reasons. Number one, they would have known from their fathers who were also Magi the stories that the children of Israel said about the Messiah that was going to come. Remember they went into captivity under Nebuchadnezzar, and King Xerxes of Persia? These prophets were have came in, Daniel, and all his buddies said, there's a king coming, he's going to be the Lord, he's going to be great and mighty, he's going to rule in Jerusalem, and of his kingdom there will be no end. They knew that story, they understood that story, and so they headed right to Jerusalem, where it was going to happen. That's where David's line was going to be at, that was where he was going to rule from. So they headed there to find out the situation To verse 10 is that they lost the star. Somewhere on their journey they lost the star and they couldn't find the star. So they had to go to Jerusalem to find out where the star was at kind of like that little story in my Christian experience you know the light of Christ comes in us he reigns in us he rules in our heart and when we're first saved and following him we're all so much on fire we love and we want to serve and we want to do right Mike. and then the journey starts and in the journey we fall a trip we might break an ankle on the journey we might get beat up on the journey we might get hungry. on the journey death comes around us Things we don't understand starts happening to us, and we lose our way, and our heart just, it doesn't wind up anymore, man. It just kind of goes down just to skoosh. And then we step out, and we see the light. You know, to me, Herod kind of represents Satan. Satan had the word behind him, which was the elders there who told him the truth, where the Messiah was going to be at. But Satan liked to kind of twist things and turn things around and get you to go the wrong way, because he told him, go ahead, find this king. I'm going to worship him as well. But really, their whole goal was to destroy him, to kill him. That's the way Satan does. It's okay for you to go down this road. It's okay for you to take this journey. But right behind that journey is the word of God which protects us, leads us, and guides us. And will step out To say no I'm going to follow that word the light begins to shine again Christ becomes king again and we just say yes I'm going to follow you so the Magi they step away from Herod and they step out and the Bible says they rejoice because they saw the star they go and they follow the star to right where Jesus is at by now he's two years old they come and they bow down and worship him and they gave him gold frankincense and myrrh this is a typical gift that one king would give to another king who was going to have a place of honor all kings were considered gods but they were going to die go back to the grave but there was some kind of god but this king wasn't like that king this king was king of kings and lord of lords. he was never going On the other side of the world, there's some little boys playing out in the field with their animals. And the Bible says that an angel appeared to these shepherds and says, Hey, don't be afraid. Well, that's the first thing I'm gonna do. You're just gonna <laughs> pop out of the air. Says, they went off rejoicing and told everybody what they had seen and heard, but the Bible says Mary kept all these things in her heart and pondered them, and after which the shepherds went out and told everybody around them what had happened and what they had seen and heard. I want to say two things about the Magi and the shepherd. The first thing is, God speaks to man right where man is at. I want you to notice that God spoke to the Magi through the star. They were astrologers. They studied stars. They were guided by stars. They understood how to form by the stars. They understood how to form by the moon. They were directed by the stars. So God spoke to them right where they were at and what they would understand. And they understood stars. And they saw those stars. And they said, those stars are significant we got to find that star. God speaks to man where he is at. He never speaks over our head. He never speaks underneath us. He speaks right to our heart. And right in our heart was the star. But then on the other side of the world was the people of God. The shepherds. The Jewish nation. How did God speak to his people? Through visions. Through dreams through the prophets. So to them who love God and worship God, God spoke to them through an angel. And they were perfectly content to hear from the angel after they got over the scaredness. And the angel spoke to them in a way that they would understand. And if they could conceive in their mind and in their hearts in their own religious way, God spoke to them in their own way. And the Bible says they went off and told every man what great things God has done. The Magi were what's known as Gentiles. They were not the children of Israel. They would have been called evil and savages and not the people of God. But God spoke to them in a way they could understand. And He spoke to His people who loved Him and served Him in a way that they could understand. And guess where they both came? They came to the They both came to Christ. No matter how God speaks to man, No matter what he does in one heart, it all comes to the same place. And that is Jesus Christ, the light of the world. He speaks to you where you're at, but he's always going to bring you to himself. Nobody else but to him so that he can be the light of the world on your life. This is what he did to those two groups of people. And this is what he does to us. He speaks to us where we're at. In Matthew, being a gospel to the Jewish nation, Matthew put in the story of the Magi because they were Gentile, to show that God wanted to bring his word to the whole world. And Luke did the opposite, being a good Jew, Jewish guy, seeing the gospel go to the whole world, he speaks about the shepherds, the people of God. That true joy is, God wants to save the whole and think about him and remember his birth and what it means not just to us but to all mankind. You and I are what's known as Gentiles. We weren't of the people of Israel but God, the Bible says, he grafted us in and he brought us in by faith, which is the way he saved the children of Israel. Through faith, he brought us in by faith. So I say, thank you Abraham.
0: Thank you Joseph.
1: Thank you Mary for putting everything you put up with in your life so that this person can be born and he can save me from my sin. Thank you for everything you went through because of what you went through. And because of your son dying on the cross, I have joy this morning. And I have life this morning. And I have happiness this morning. Not because of me or what I've done, but because two people were obedient to God. And the king of kings, the Lord of Lords, says, Lord, not my will but your will be done. I pray on this third Sunday of Advent that your heart is free this morning, that your heart is joyful, and that the light of Christ, he reigns in you, and that all you want to do is please and honor him. And if you have Jimmy Deduth over the year, if it has time to miss out, just say, Lord, I need your help, man. I need your grace and mercy in my life. And he'll come. He'll come. He always cleans out the heart. He has to. That he's God. That's his job. To clean our hearts and to make it right with him. And when we make it right with him, that gives us the ability to make it right with others. Whether they respond to it or not. The shepherds went out and told the story, not everybody listened. The Magi went home and told a story, not everybody listened. But whoever listens gets the light of Christ in their heart. And they don't have to carry that heavy weight anymore. Don't carry the weight, man. Let Christ's life let his life and let who he is reign in your hearts today. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, I come to you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Thanking you for the shepherd's candle and joy. And you truly bring joy to the whole world. You want all mankind to be saved and accept Jesus Christ as Savior. You planted in the hearts of the Magi when they saw the star. You planted in the hearts of the shepherd when the angel spoke to them, and they both went out and told the story of this great King that was born. And not everybody listened, but all who listened and all who accepted Him has joy in their hearts, and that fire can never be put out. May the West Alexandria Church of the Brethren may their hearts be on fire for you. May they long for you. May they desire the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And Lord, we present our lives to you. This is the best we got. We present it to you. And we need your grace and we need your love. And if we need forgiveness, Lord, we do ask it this morning. We ask you to hear this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.